This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. A lot of optimism. For Mike Bassick, I, he's coming in I today. do not he called us. believe he will be here. You know the first thing he said to me whenever he called me, Kevin? What's that? I picked up the phone. He said, I'm dying. And I was like, what? And he was like, no, I'm just joking. And I was uh, like, yeah. thank God. Yeah, because I asked him how it went. And he goes, <laughs> I'm dead. And then I, I thought, man, my caller ID dropped the ball because it said your name on it. Yeah, not and then, hell. And then what he said was, Corey. Or heaven. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. That, yeah. Not cool. <laughs> yeah. He said, Corey either hung up on me because he hates me or he couldn't hear me. I couldn't hear him, and Jake's I w- Jake's is here, dude. Dude, they they have the whole new plan. Is it's, it for us? Oh, my gosh, dude. That food is definitely for us. They have every like bar food thing you could ever oh. think of. Jake's has completely revolutionized what Jake's is, and really? you better be prepared to get some more Jake's in your life. But they still have the stuff that you love. Oh, absolutely. They okay. have everything that I love. That's what I like to hear. So very optimistic on Mike. Uh, he's not dying. Well, I mean, we all are. Yeah, right? he, he, I guess, but he said he's not dead right now. So that's that what's great. Is a great. And he also, here's how you know he's okay. Because A, he's still asking people about selling cards. Uh-huh. And B, he has Mavericks thoughts. Yes. And so, like, I think he's going to be okay. If You know what? If I could get him to stop stressing about Kyrie's future, would that make his life better? Do you think, like, or is it he's never going to stop stressing about it? See, look, it's the same thing when you ask me about being right or being happy. It's impossible to stop stressing about something that you think you have the inside information for and know how it's going to play out. All right, Kevin. Just try to act surprised, Mike. Here's my my question for maybe another topic in the future. And I'm going to, the Tolos can start texting in right now and the Twolos and the Twitch. If... What is that look? I don't know what you're about to ask. What if nobody wants to play with Luca either? Okay. That's, that's for a different day, right? Or is that for now? I mean, look, let's just, we'll, we could talk about it now. We can definitely talk about it now. Is, you know what? Hold on. Before you're going to besmirch Luca, I want to fire off cut number eight because okay. I at least want to get some positivity <laughs> going for Luca when the subtext here is he thinks that uh, Devin Booker is a B. It's fine. It's just competitive game, man. It's it's all good. Just next time, don't wait till it's three seconds left to talk. Mmm. Mmm. I like the idea that you didn't cut it off after he said talk. It's because he said talk S, and maybe what? that is why. I, I don't know that to be Are the case. Kidding, Look, Joey, did you edit that out? Here is you. here's the issue that I think people wondered about all along. Is Luca is uber ball dominant. Okay. And, okay. And so hear me out for just a second. I'm not trying to like run afoul of people's notions. Is 
I know there are people who think Jalen Brunson was always going to leave since the beginning of time, and that's, okay, fine, maybe. Maybe, maybe you're right, and you could be right. But I also think it wasn't just the contract thing that was problematic, is I wondered if Jalen Brunson looked at it and be like, I can be good here, but I will never be able to maximize my ability as a basketball player unless I go somewhere where I can be the dude which is totally fair because he's never going to be the dude when Luke is here, right? Right. And so we have heard that about why do you think we focus so much on bigs? It's not just because of the problematic interior defense with the Mavericks. It's a big is not going to want, unless you're Jokic, a big is not going to want the ball in their hand all the time. Like they're not going to need the offense run through them on one side of the court. Now on the other side of the court, that could be a different deal. Unless you find a shack and then you're like, well, good luck. Guarding Luka and Shaq 2.0. And guess what happened with that? Like, going back to, I did not think this would come up again, but going back to the Shaq documentary that I watched that I didn't think was great, but it was solid, is eventually the schism between him and Kobe is, well, Kobe's like, well, we can run the offense this way, and Shaq's like, we should run the offense this way. Mm -hmm. And so you could eventually get to that great problem to have. If we get a dominant big who's always healthy out there, we get to the point where we're like, I don't know, fine. I'll accept that problem when it pops up, but... The issue that you're going to run into that we were just talking about is how many players are going to want to come here knowing that they'll never be anything close to not even ball dominant, but like best case scenario, pseudo ball secondary. Yes, that is that is for me one major factor in this discussion. The other major factor in this discussion, and I know we've talked about it at length for a long time, is that Luca cares about Luca. He doesn't care about the team a lot of times. Do you think that? I do. Because if oh, he did, man. if he did, he would sacrifice the discussion with the referees. And he would say, okay. I care about my team more than I care okay. about winning this. And I don't know. Dude, it's always like this one moment that he just, the, flip, the switch flips, and he is focused on this. And Kevin, I'm watching Kyrie. Kyrie will go, and he'll be upset about something. And then he'll go try and make a play on defense. And some I've seen a couple times, Kevin, where Kyrie's having to make up for what Luca's lacking because Luca's just standing around arguing. Okay. And that's where I think that like the mindset of Kyrie and the mindset of Luca are different. And there are a lot of other players that might look at the way that he approaches things and they're like, man, this is a team game, and we need you focused all the time on what the team's trying to do. All right. I don't know how much of it. I, I don't know what weighs more is Kyrie's like, I want the ball more or Kyrie's like, I need to, I need to be on a team. There was a specific sequence late in the game yesterday that what you're saying feeds into my thought in that moment. Cause somebody texted in at the, the top of the show. Why does Luca have to take the la- the last shot? Here's the thing is it depends on the situation. So you go back, there's like two minutes left in the game. Wayne Wright makes a three pointer. Yes. To give the Suns the two-point lead. Over who? Uh, Was it over Luka? I think so. Okay. So, Luka comes back, and this is the sequence that I focused on. He missed a shot that you could tell he thought he should have got a foul call. I was proud of him because he didn't... It looked like he might have said one thing, but then ran back on defense. It didn't look like he stalled out on the wrong side of the court to go back on defense. But what was the issue is as soon as the Mavericks got the ball back, then it looked like he was talking on the way up the court Mm -hmm. about the last possession. And to me, there was no question 
Luka was going to keep the ball. I realize it would have been irresponsible to put all five of your players on Luka at that point, but honestly, I wouldn't have ruled it out because I was like, he ain't passing that. And guess what? He didn't. And so I know the good news is he got to the basket. He got the foul. He made his two free throws to tie the game up. So I'm not saying like he's not a great player. He is unquestionably a great player. But in that moment, when you're talking about ball distribution, that was a moment where I thought there's no way he's going to dish the ball off because of not getting the foul call on the other side, the last possession. Yeah. And here is like, let's go back to KP. If he gave the ball to KP and KP didn't do something amazing with it, Luca was like, well, you stink. You're not good enough to have the ball today. And that became the thing, right? Is everybody else on the team is terrible. I'm the only one that can do anything. So I do wonder how much of that weighs. And I also wonder, is Luca mature enough yet to be the guy? I mean, like, that's this is something, Kevin, you just keep watching the way he approaches things. You're like, stop. And go, even maybe even Mike's Mike's right. Approach the pregame a little bit differently. I, you want to have fun. It's supposed to be fun. I get it. Like you, you're to be relaxed in something that's already high pressure. You need to have some fun. But there is a there is part of it that I look at and I go, man, what if it's becoming guys don't want to be around Luca because a they're not going to get the ball. Yeah. B he's not mature enough to to play at this level or to play a game that they want to play with him and see you're probably going to get not the benefit of the doubt because even the referees don't want to give him a good call. Okay. I think I not the referees think. run into the city going. Mm-mm. I feel very strongly that B can change right in terms of the maturity level and everything. It's tough because he's already so awesome, but he is still young. And I think if B changes, then C changes, right? Like if he stops chirping at the refs so much, I'm not saying never, because Lord knows, we've talked about this before, Tim Duncan did that his entire career, but not to the same level. So I hope he stops chirping at the the refs to that level. And then I think C will change. I, I think eventually you will get more benefit of the doubt. My question is for A, Because I thought you brought up a great point. Is there enough time for, this might sound weird, is there enough time for Kyrie to show Luka that he's the dude? Like, I I thought about what you said about KP. I feel like Luka just decided along the way, for whatever reason, rightfully or wrongfully, I probably feel like it was the right decision. He's like, KP is not the guy, so I'm not going to give him what he wants. I, I believe, and you might think I'm basketball naive, I believe if Luka gets paired with the guy, he'll be like, okay, That's the guy. Let's share it. I just don't know if you have enough time to figure that out with Kyrie because you're only going to end up having, what, probably like 25 games. I don't know if that's enough time for him to go, okay, okay, yeah, 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 let's do this. And I I also wonder this part of it because Rick Carlisle said before he was out, he's like, look, you can't go up against the star and win. As the coach, I can say everything I want. I remember him saying that specifically. You can't, Luke is a star. You can't go up, up against the star and win. Rick Carlisle's coaching style worked with Dirk because Dirk was the absolute humblest person you'll ever know. Sure. Luca is not. He is different. And, and Which he, is fine. And absolutely. Man, Michael Jordan, was he humble? Probably not. Nope. Uh, you know, Which is fine. And, and like winning is a thing, but like there is part where you have to make that next step into understanding. Now, maybe Kevin, Luca decides... I am going to do this during the regular season all season long. And when playoffs come, mouth shut. Go to the basket, 
not get the foul, go back and keep working, keep grinding. And you hear Kyrie say that over and over, chop wood, carry water. You hear yeah. those things. And maybe he goes back and does that whenever the playoffs roll around. But you've already planted bad seeds for the playoffs. Those referees are not going to give you the benefit of the doubt now yeah. just because it's the playoff time. But, man, when you go to the basket and do your thing and they're sitting there going, man, that was a, we had a bad moment there. We should have been better for him for, in that. You want them to give that to you. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm concerned for his relationship with refs, his relationships with, uh, with his teammates as well, that they all understand what they're trying to accomplish together. And I want to point this out from the 817. Look at his assists. It defies your eyes every time. He distributes it. He does. I, but I don't think that is... Oh, okay. Here we go. We have some uh, some breaking news. Breaking news on 105.3 The Fan is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. As we predicted, even though Jerry Jones was like, that's not necessarily the case. Tony Pollard is, in fact, being franchise tagged. So they couldn't come to an agreement on a deal. Which is fine. Which I actually kind of prefer. Okay is because I don't really want a long-term deal with Tony Pollard. I don't necessarily either. And that means Dalton Schultz is going to hit free agency, which, and again, I, I know this is probably not Unless shocking. Unless they come to a long-term deal. Okay, I will admit, I will be shocked, shocked if that happens. I might spike my headset again. Oh, are you if serious? they come to a long-term Please, deal. Cowboys, with just for that. That's worth it Dalton Schultz. But yeah, Ian Rappaport, Albert Breer, multiple sources saying that Tony Pollard will, in fact, get the franchise tag of $10.1 million. I still like this because I thought Tony Pollard brought a great bit of versatility and kind of that explosiveness to the Cowboys offense. I know he's coming off an injury. I don't mind the franchise at all because I like the idea of him getting the benefit of the doubt. I vastly prefer the franchise tag to a long-term deal with Tony Pollard. Like, vastly, vastly, vastly. Yeah, um, you you kind of have to wait out the Zeke contract, okay? That's a whole nother, I don't... You're going to have to wait out a lot of other things. There are some other ways you can spend your money. Um, and I think that this is... Uh, you had a player that was really good last year, Kevin. He was fantastic. Just letting him go and moving on is not necessarily, like, the the best way. Who would do that? Like, can you imagine one of our Metroplex teams having a breakout player that was drafted lower that really was fitting with the system, and then you just let them go for nothing? Why would anybody ever do that? Who are you talking about right now? Oh, Jalen Brunson? What? Oh, Is man. that what the Mavericks did? Well... It was a different contract, though, right? Like, it would have been a lot, substantially more money. From the 682, will you say F you under your breath on air? I still dispute that, though Joey and Carter were like, it doesn't sound good. Even if my wife goes, yeah, that's 100% what I thought. Uh, what I was going to say to the person who texted in about the assist, I don't think that's quite exactly what we mean by running the offense and not distributing the ball. Like, I hear that. I think it's the... 18 to 20 seconds preceding that amazing pass where the ball kind of just sticks and no one else has the opportunity to to set things up. Like, I, I feel like you see that a lot. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, the people want to talk about it. 877-881-1053. We might get Bijan into... Bijan Robinson. Oh, look, you know I'm here for that. Do you like... 
The Cowboys franchise tagging Tony Pollard, yay or nay, 877-881-1053. Because it already seems like people are split. Oh, no. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 9.54 left. First down pitch off. Left to Pollard, wending his way through people. 20, 15, 10, 5, Pollard. Dancing and walking the dog. Touchdown for the second time tonight. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105. Three of the fan got two bits of news for you. Probably one will take precedent over the other. The Mavericks have said that they are going to have their exhibition game against Real Madrid October 10th in Madrid's Weezink Center. So that's going to happen, <laughs> or maybe Weizink. What did you just call I, it? I think it's Weizink or Weezink. It's going to happen, I apologize for not knowing that, October 10th. So Mavericks and Luka against their former team, but probably the far, far more pressing breaking news is that the Cowboys will, in fact, put the franchise tag on Tony Pollard. Franchise tag is at $10.09 million for running backs in 2023 and i can't say i'm surprised by this i know steven last week i want to say goes look we're not afraid of the franchise tag we'll probably use the franchise tag again and everyone's like okay that's about tony pollard and then jerry came out and goes oh you know you never know maybe it's not for tony pollard maybe we're gonna do something else but when it comes down to it they are franchise tagging tony pollard and people are already split about it. What is there to be split about? You have a you have a running back that is really good. You have a running back that was averaging 5.2 yards per carry last year. And I do believe, let me confirm this, 6.7 yards per target. So that's pretty good. And then 5.9 yards per touch. So anytime he touched the ball, he was getting you about six yards. That is fantastic. Yeah. And do I expect the same thing when he's a featured running back? Kind of. I mean, I, I do expect him to be able to pick up big-time yards and to to continue to do that because he is a fast player that hits the hole and gets beyond the hole quickly. So the dude broke 1,000 yards for the first time in his career. Obviously, he was behind Zeke, and nobody really – would think otherwise, but he has progressively gotten better over his career. Agreed. I'm concerned about his injury. Fair. I also uh, understand people that are like, just just draft the next running back. Well, you can't predict that. I mean, you really can't. 
you could hope that you're going to get a, a running back in the in the draft, but you let him go, and what are you going to end up doing in the draft? Reaching to get a running back, sure. probably. There, this draft is very deep with running backs. That is a good thing. There are good possible possibilities. You of, want a chain of finding his replacement in this draft. But here's what I'm okay with this year: saying, "Hey, it's ten million dollars to you. I'm moving on from Dalton Schultz. I have yep. his replacement. Guess what? Next year." We might have your replacement, but sure. we're going to get everything we can out of you this season. Now, if he gets hurt, isn't that going to blow up in everybody in the Cowboys' face? Everybody's going to be like, you idiots, y'all paid $10 million to a guy that got hurt. No, you're right about that. Now, people are split. I'll try to read as many of these as possible and see if we can get one direction or another. From the 361, you don't pay the running back from the 432 they should have let Pollard walk from the 972 is it you don't re- pay the running back or you don't give the running back a second contract that is a great question because that's where i am i do not have a problem with paying a running back in what they know and what the team knows is a one off situation you have made i hope no future promises to Tony Pollard. Now, can I rule out that the Dallas Cowboys said, if you come back healthy and do what you did last year and take it to the next level, then we'll give you your five-year, $75 million deal? I cannot promise that, and that's why I might say bad words on air. But let's go off of face value. The issue with the Zeke contract when he got it was six years, $90 million, at a time when he was still under contract for two years. And why did that end up hurting you so much? It hurts you so much because you know what Zeke's cap hit was this past year? It's $18 million. Do you know that's essentially the same as Dak's cap hit this year? Are you serious? Just think about that for a second. When people get on the Dak contract, you haven't even, I know Dak's is like a little bit more. You haven't even really seen that kick in until this upcoming season. So while everyone was ranting and raving about Dak's deal, you paid your running back. You took a cap hit of $18 million for the clearly inferior running back this year. So let's focus on that. And guess what? What's his cap hit next year? $16 million. And you know what everyone's going to say? Well, if you just give him a pay cut or you just cut him, the, the cap hit goes way down. That's great. Let's examine that. If you cut Zeke now, your dead cap is $12 million. I know what the Cowboys like to do. They post June 1st and rock on. So then it'll only be $6 million. Well, guess what? That other $6 million doesn't go away. You just take the cap hit for it in 2024. So what I'm saying to you is, for the last year, if you cut Zeke, he cost you $30 million. Mm-hmm. That's a fact on your cap. And that's why those things are problematic. For Tony Pollard... At least it's one year. If it doesn't work, you're not screwed going forward like you were with Zeke. Do you? I don't, uh, can you explain this part to me? Sure. Right now, I'm looking at uh, over the cap and by position, and it says total guaranteed zero, fully guaranteed zero for Pollard. For Pollard, okay. Why? Like, isn't the ten million guaranteed? Yes, for it this is. Year? I, I don't as soon, but he hasn't signed it yet. Okay, so it's as Maybe soon as you it sign it. And, and that's the other thing about the franchise tag. We talked about this last week. You can't fudge the numbers with a franchise tag, right? Like, the number that Pollard counts is $10.09 million. That's not going to change. With Zeke, like, for example, when you did the 6 for 90, his cap hit the first year was $6 million. Because, like, you, you took his existing contract, you blended some of this in, and then you can move the numbers around however you see fit. But with this, it's $10.09 million. That's what it's going to be. 
assuming he signs it. Which again, considering his injury, I assume he will sign. From the 4-3-2, way to make it worse, Kevin. Now we have to wait for Dak's bigger cap hit. I, so you look, kind of I didn't make the deal. I have offered my services as a Dallas Cowboys capologist, and maybe I need to tell Steven that directly. I think I could do a good job for them. So I, I, there are a couple of things I would like to lay into here, Kevin. One, uh, you have... You had two playmakers on this offense last year. Sure. And it was CeeDee Lamb and it was Tony Pollard. And when Tony Pollard got injured in that game specifically, you were done. The Niners had you. They they were like, all right, we can take care of this. Dak isn't good enough to beat us in the air. They need both of these things to balance out. Otherwise, they're not good enough. That's a a, a reality. The Cowboys understand that. Their reality is that Dak is not good enough to be the guy that just says, we're going to air it out, and that's how we're going to win this football. He's not Mahomes. He's not what Aaron Rodgers used to be. They know that. So they're trying to build a good team around him. When you look at the contracts, Christian McCaffrey, he's in the $16 million range. That's But it's $64 million on the entirety of his contract. Alvin Kamara, $75 million on his contract. And that looks like worse. it's going to be tough. Yeah, that's looking worse than the now, McCaffrey. Unfortunately, Ezekiel Elliott's at that $90 million, but it's 15 a year. Dalvin Cook, 63, 12 a year. Derrick Henry, 50, 12 a year. So and they're shopping him, That's apparently. like the going rate. And you got your running back, who's probably going to be your lead back for $10 million for this one year. Now, where are the other monies spent, Kevin? The other monies are spent on wide receivers. Yeah. Tyree Kills averaging $30 million a year. DeAndre Hopkins, 28. Cooper Cup, 26. Uh, Devontae, I'm sorry. DeAndre Hopkins, 27, 2. Devontae Adams, 28. I'm working down to the $10 million range, Kevin. Tyler Boyd, Devontae Parker, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Russell Gage. Y'all would all agree that you would rather have Tony Pollard as your second playmaker than one of those guys. A million correct? percent. I would take Tony Pollard over at least one of those running backs uh-huh. as well. Because I get like the money is different for the running backs. I, I hope everyone can agree this is better than the long-term deal. Because I, I saw some There can pe- be some bad things. Yes. But it's for one year. And so, here, okay, here we go. I read you a few ones that were not super positive. From the 940, we need Pollard. From the 214... Yay, from the 469, let him go. Never pay a running back from the 940. Like it better than being stuck long term from the 214. Nay, cut Zeke, pay Pollard. And from the 940, give Pollard a three year deal. Now, the issue with that is I saw somebody say Pollard should have taken a three year, $15 million deal. Wow. That makes literally no sense for Tony Pollard because yeah. what's the outcome of that? You can get the franchise tag. You know. You can get the franchise tag, and that's one year, ten million. I know it's ten point zero nine, but for the sake of this, let's just say ten million. That means you're signing two additional years of like what's pretty much going to be left of your prime for five million. That is a bad idea for Tony Pollard, and for people saying, "Well, he's coming off injury." Well, that's why he's going to sign this franchise tag. I know normally running backs don't love the franchise tag. Maybe people in general don't love it, but running backs especially don't love the franchise tag. Well, if you're Tony Pollard. You take this $10 million, more than you've made in the rest of your career combined, show that you're back from injury, and then you can go to the pay window. I am I am perfectly fine with the ad franchise tag the guy for one year and draft potential replacement. 
that that way you get you get the opportunity to work that guy in. I don't know where Zeke's. I don't know what's going to go on with Zeke. Well, actually, that is going to pop up here yeah. coming in one of the at twelve twenty probably. But I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen there. But I, you want to continue to add young players to your team anyway. But do I want to go into this season with a third, fourth round running back as my starter? I don't know yet, and and I don't. I can't guarantee that I'm not going to ha- find a player in the third or fourth round that I'm going to like more and say, man, I have to take this player, but I can't because I let my running back go. Look, as much as I love uh, Devon A-Chain, but like that might not be the guy that's going to be your bellwether back, and neither is Malik Davis, and quite frankly, neither is Ezekiel Elliott to an effective point of view. I don't have an issue with it. I do want to point out, I understand everybody who does because the Cowboys have gotten burned by paying a running back because Tony Pollard is coming off an injury. Or, or quite frankly, I see people who are like, Zeke's still the guy. I disagree a lot with that third one compared to the first two points, but I think this was always going to be the outcome for Tony Pollard. Doesn't it also kind of seem like if they had let him go and then the Cowboys do bad, that the, the, the Cowboys fans, this base would be like, see, you just let another talented playmaker go for nothing. And I think, and you, and you now you screwed yourself. Y'all don't have enough talent. They're keeping and retaining talent. Now I know you're still ticked yeah. off about Amari Cooper. I get it. I sure. totally understand that part of it. But again, that's another thing that is something the Cowboys just kind of say you have to deal with. I make, I think you make a really savvy point because from the two one four, and I see a couple people saying this: you got a playmaker for ten million dollars, and from the five zero four, Michael Lombardi said you're not signing a running back, you sign a weapon. And if you're telling me you get an offensive weapon for ten million dollars, then I'm stoked about that. And from the nine seven two, I just don't think you can say this Malik Davis is literally Pollard with better evasion I you that could be the case I will point out that could absolutely be the case I don't want to put a ceiling on Malik Davis but you don't know that like you have nothing in an NFL game to base that on and everybody who I see a chain a chain a chain I I hear you there I I do I just wonder if he's going to end up being a complimentary back in his NFL career, and I know there's probably still some people who think that about uh, about Tony Pollard. So maybe that's why they don't like the number either. Me, I'm fine with it. Yeah, this is this is part of the part of the move that gets you to the next place. I don't think this is the thing that says you're going to the Super Bowl, and that's the like that's what everybody's like. Well, uh, we need guarantees that we're going to the Super Bowl here. Hopefully, you're building a winner. That's all you're trying to do is build a winner, and the Cowboys kept one. How do they do in the draft? I will judge all of these things whenever they get ready to start. We'll look at their roster and go, okay, did we have a good offseason? And then we'll go from there. Right now, I like the, I'm like. i fine with this move. And then, I don't love it. But you're because, fine with it? Because of the okay. Zeke contract that you're still having to deal with. I don't love it, but I'm fine with this move, especially considering what you're doing in the draft. The Cowboys like to fill holes sure. on their roster. That way they aren't forced to draft a certain way. That's what Will McClay likes to do. I want to make sure my roster's pretty good. That way I can draft the best player available according to need. And then 
Mike told us that we're going to trade for DeAndre Hopkins and sign Bobby Wagner. So this, is just, yeah. this is just part that's of Super the Super Bowl right there. <laughs> then I'll, I think I'll be with you. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Amazing notes from the Combine, plus Derek Carr on the move. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan right now. It's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Deep Jakes. Yes. We didn't have more time, but I did eat a singular wing. I see the singular <laughs> wing good. bone sitting right here. Yeah, Joey's like, I'll live it up. You know what? I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm going to toss it to you multiple times in this segment just to screw with you because of that. That is Your great. Your thoughts, Joey? Delicious. He sounds like he has a mouthful of chicken wings. Because he does. Mm, hot dog and bologna. In case you missed the big breaking news, whether you anticipated it or not, the Cowboys have, in fact, per multiple reports, put the franchise tag on Tony Pollard. I can't believe it. I, you were here. You knew that. Why would they do this? I, now we're screwed forever. I thought you accepted this. I'm just. Are you against I'm it? I'm the voice of the people right okay. now, Kevin. All right. There are he, people out there that are upset about this. That's fair. Because we. Can I totally get, get that. We can get uh, TCU's running back for cheaper. I look, and I saw somebody go 10% of your cap to a running back. Gross. I get it. I do. But you know, the cap's going up and, at and the I, end of the day. And I would also say it's more like 5%, but I I hear <laughs> Oh my god. I hear what you're saying. God, you're the worst. Is I like numbers. Is they did the Cowboys are tagging Tony Pollard. Hey, a day ahead of schedule. I'm pretty stoked for them about that. Does that mean that they have more time to do something else now? Is yeah. it like you you're like, "Hey, the Cowboys usually wait for deadlines to make deals and maybe this is a shift? Is that that a- it, no, I well, because you can't franchise another person or else I would buy into that. And you saw they already placed the second round tender on Terrence Steele. And so people might not be as familiar with the tender situation is, okay, so basically the second round tender is worth $4.3 million, okay? So like let's say nobody picks up Terrence Steele. He will get a deal, assuming he signs it, which I believe he will, because then that would open up unrestricted free agency for him, is he will sign it, and it'll be worth $4.3 million. Okay. So here, here's how I'm going to try to pitch it, Corey. Tell me if this helps at all. You get Tony Pollard and Terrence Steele next year for $14.4 million. That's a hell of an offseason right there. There you go. That is impressive. You got a right tackle? Exactly. And a running back for $14 million? Now, are both of them coming off of injury? Fair concerns. Yes. Absolutely fair. So here's what will happen with Terrence Steele next. is So $4.3 million for the tender. If any other team comes along and they're like, you know what? I would like to take Terrence Steele. You can... But you have to give up your second round pick. From the 469 second round tender, is that like a backup girl? Oh, for sure. Text in right now. Just a simple yes or no if you've had to go with the second round tender. Hold on. So on tender, there is the like, you're sitting there going, all right, not my first round pick, but definitely my second. They don't need to know that, but you know you got Janet starred just in case your first gal doesn't come through and you're like, you know what? Janet looks like she'll say yes. And, like, you swipe right, and she's like, let's go out. 
See, mm, you know what I'm talking about. If your name's Janet, I'm very sorry. I don't know why. Kevin, I don't know why. You can I email you out. Do we email the boss or just you directly? Yeah, How do you email want this? me directly so I can try to, you know, try to bring the pitch down before <laughs> before it goes any further. But yeah, so Kevin it, Hagelin at Odyssey.com. Yeah, I apologize in advance. <laughs> oh, I guess this is too late. Janet, to all the Janets is. All right, so if somebody else wants Terrence Steele, you can have him, but it will cost you your second-round pick. Okay. On the flip side, uh, as a restricted free agent, the Cowboys have until April 21st to match a contract. So, like, let's say the, let's just, the Jets come along, and they're like, you know what? I will give Terrence Steele a five-year, $50 million deal. The Cowboys can be like, all right, second-round pick, please, or... They can match it. Are there Janet's no, texting in? I can't in? get over this, Kevin. So are second round tenders more more valuable uh, then if that's the situation, like in negotiations for You future? mean in football or in the world? In, on tender. Okay. Uh, the second round tender, Janet, is she more valuable? Yeah. Because, like, Janet is your safety school, okay? That is your, you know, as long as we're at it, that's your Arizona State. All right, you know, look, as long as I'm getting emails and making people mad, Janet is your Arizona State. Gotcha. They can do good work and educate you and everything like that, but that's maybe not your first choice. Mm -hmm. Like you saw somebody else, whatever your first choice is of school or of person. Gotcha. From the A17, I think at some point everyone has to go with the second rounder at some point. Okay, you know what? And I'm glad that you brought that up, Corey, because I got lots more football stuff for you. But go ahead and text in. Who's the second round man? Like I said, Janet, but uh-huh. that's not inclusive. Well, maybe right? here. So who's the, the second round Tinder man? Uh, from the 817, Janet here. I'm going to tell my husband, Steve Stevenson, who works for the recycling factory, to get you. <laughs> Steve Stevenson loves our show. He does. Maybe Terrence can be your second round Tinder as opposed to Tender with Terrence Steele. All right. So the big Cowboys moves moves of the day. We'll get back to nonsense. Yeah, okay. All right. The Cowboys moves of the day that matter is they put the franchise tag on Tony Pollard. That is $10.09 million for 2023. And they put a second round Tender on Terrence Steele, which means if another team just flat out takes him, you get a second round pick. But the Cowboys still have the option to match any contract offers up until that's, April 21st. That's awesome. That is great to know. That, and, I mean, like that really is a very significant note in that conversation. And if nobody comes along, this might be the biggest deal. If nobody comes along and offers him a deal, that means Terrence Steele counts $4.3 million against your cap next year. That is a tremendous yep. value for what he did this past season. Although I know the concern is he is coming off. Does he deserve well. more? He deserves way more. Then why aren't they paying him what he deserves, Kevin? Uh, because that's what we used to do. And that's a stupid way to get yourself in cap trouble. You're, you- you're a great person. Here's what you deserve. Nonsense. All right. Up until they are contractually obligated to give them what they deserve. All right. So basically, <laughs> you get one more year of cheap Terrence Steele, and then probably you're going to have to give him your five-year, $70 million deal. And I bet by that point, he's earned it. If he doesn't, if you don't, then he might make you pay. Yes. Like in a bad way. Absolutely. By beating you in like an NFC championship game or something like that. Yeah. That stink. And you might be like, Lyle Collins didn't do this to us. Well, this is a new person, okay? By the way, speaking of people who want all of the money, mm-hmm. Daniel Jones, the team, I get it. The team offered him 
a deal worth 35 to $39 million per year. The Giants did. And he said, you know what? I'm a big fat pass on that. Yeah, he did. Of course he did. Because what? This is brilliant. Is it? Yes. So he still wants $45 million. Sure. And they're like, okay, the franchise tag is $32 million. I guess they sort of met in the middle, 35 to 39 per year. He said, pass. Yeah. Give me the go ahead and franchise tag me. And you know what? If you don't draft my backup or my your future, I'm going to win just enough games for you next year. Yeah. That you're going to have to keep me. And do you want to franchise tag me again? Because double that. Is he going? It's not quite double, but is he going the Kirk Cousins Triple route? It. Yeah. Where he's going to yes. go, no, I'll go ahead and take my guaranteed $70 million over the next two years. Oh, and I didn't keep working with your coaches that. in your offense. We go to the playoffs next year, and you know we're back in the. I just took you to the playoffs in a year. Y'all didn't think I could get y'all there, right? You know, and guess what? Won a playoff game. What's up with that, right? So yeah, I think there are a lot of positives. This is smart for his agent to say, let's keep pushing this thing as far as it'll go. Just collect as much money as you can get out of these guys right now until they say we have to give you a bigger contract. This is what Dak did, right? Like D- Dak did kind of the same thing. I'm I'm never going to be as valuable as I am right now. I might as well take advantage of it. And then, you know, he got hurt People here. People in the fan text are very clever. From the 214, I've taken out a Janet. She was a fourth-round pick at best. And Kevin is a second-round Tinder name. That's fair. I accept. I'm not going to pretend like I've never been somebody's second choice. I absolutely get that. Is All right, let's talk about combine running back times. Bijan Robinson, the person that we've talked about quite a bit, perhaps being linked up with the Dallas Cowboys, ran a 4.46. Alabama's Jameer Gibbs, 4.36, thought to be the second (laughs) running back. The third running back... Devon A. Chain from Texas A&M ran a 4.32. Is that real? Yes. He is, he is ridiculously fast. Like, I cannot envision a breakout play in which he gets caught. Like, I just don't think that's going to happen. Now, the, the whole point, though, is you have to be able to block for him to get a breakout play. Well, and, and then, if you can't do that, there's no that speed's nothing, you know? I, I know some people want to bring up, I don't know if it's a Kamara comp or whoever, but there are questions about A-Chain's ability to be your bellwether running back. But then again, I felt like those same questions existed for Tony Pollard. Maybe they still do exist. Pollard was always looked at as a playmaker that you could put in lots of different places. This year, they said, put him in the backfield and watch him run. And they could block it. And when they couldn't block it, he wasn't as effective. I, I am intrigued by people that say you take Devon in the third round. Sure. I'm, I'm here for it. I wonder if the Pollard stuff changes, if they're going Pollard and Malik, or they still really do think they're going to bring Zeke back into it. I, I'm not Maybe sure. more McGovern, you know, out of the backfield <laughs> yes. in the fullback spot. You know, I don't want to rule that out as well because I don't want to hurt uh, Corey's feelings. Is I know you're excited to know where Derek Carr went. Remember, David Carr last week said, oh, this is going to take a long time. But it didn't. And so Derek Carr, <laughs> the way, I mean, he did. The way he's, Joey, tell me this. The way he says it just sounds rude, right? Yeah. But yeah. it didn't. Not ah. a fan of David Carr, I guess. That's the way I, it sounds. I told you, that's that's where I get into trouble. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I totally think you're smart. They're like, okay, ass. And I'm like, no, I meant it. It's just that is just the syntax in which I talk. My son, my older son at times, Brandon, has that problem as well. Is Derek Carr... 
four-year deal with the Saints. I still haven't seen the final number yet. Is he tweeted out who dat this morning? Carr oh, did. Well, and so Derek Carr is going there, and it improved their Super Bowl odds from 40 to 1 to 25 to 1, and their NFC odds from 20 to 1 to 14 to 1. I don't know if they've like seen him play recently. Yeah, or they not, watched but, it. I'm sure okay. that you know what, Kevin? Okay. Every football team mm-hmm. is like that uh that one person out there that's like, I can fix him. Sure. Every football team, point. when it comes to quarterbacks, they're always like, I can fix that guy. So that's what's going on here. They think just a change of scenery is all he needs. Not to be in that place that is uh, chaos in uh, Las Vegas. They need to be in New Orleans where it's a lot tamer. A couple more notes. Hmm. I don't. It's I don't, not tamer there. I'm not sure oh. about some of that. But I got a couple more notes for you from the Combine. The rest of the world caught up to what we were telling people about the betting odds with Anthony Richardson as he sets records for quarterbacks in vertical jump, broad jump, continuing to move up the possibilities. I'm sorry, Carter. I'm not telling you it should happen. I'm just telling you what people are saying. They're catching Anthony Richardson fever. Let's talk a little more about that in the C block today because I, okay. I, I watch CJ Stroud, Kevin. And- oh, that's my guy. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, spring training showcase. How many games do the Rangers need their primary starting five to pitch to excel this season? 877-881-1053. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 